Hello and welcome to the Last Mix Day podcast. I'm Stephen White, joined as ever by Sarah Lovick. Sarah, how are you? I'm very good. I'm very good. How are you? Pretty good. It's been a while since we did this because we've been stopped by snow. Yes. And other things <laughs> that have gotten in the way. So other things snow related. I thought actually we were going to be stopped by snow again last night. Yeah, so did I. Yeah. I was like, okay, so I'm going to wake up tomorrow morning. I'll be like, oh, sorry, Stephen. Yeah, I'm not doing yeah. This again. When, when it happened yesterday as well, like I woke up yesterday morning and I was in bed and whatever and I was just looking at Instagram, just kind of flicking through it. And I hadn't actually looked out the window yet. And then all these pictures of like the place covered in snow and it's like no i woke up looking out the window i was like ah oh, yeah. i'm over i'm over snow as yeah a thing. yeah my boyfriend woke me up opened the curtains and was like look out <laughs> and i yelled no i just kept yelling no over and over again because i cannot take any more snow i hate no. snow yeah well no it's because now i have to commute so now mm. it means that um buses in the morning and mm. snow is just are just insane it's a pain so it's a pain it's yeah. like everything in this country stops like once like three centimeters of snow fall oh big <laughs> so stuff yeah, yeah. We, yeah we kind of fall apart a little bit when it yeah when it snows yeah so uh, the minute i see any snow i'm like no <laughs> just, just no this is not fun anymore plus i just want it to be warm now like all the talk even like this week of festivals electric picnic and announced some of their lineups and stuff like that it's like oh great like, not that i'm a huge electric picnic fan or anything like that but it's just like the idea of summer <laughs> kind of yeah. warm weather and stuff yeah. like that it's just like it's nearly here nearly <laughs> hopefully yeah I mean, what yeah. do you think of electric picnic lineup i know they had a nerd and a massive attack and kendrick lamar is the headliners what do you think of those yes three? um I thought it was weird that N.E.R.D. are back. Yeah. You know, like Pharrell Williams and stuff like that. Is yeah. Like, okay. Um, I feel like I'm, I have, I'm not actually that big into them, but mm. there were a couple of other bands that were quite interesting on the On the lineup. lineup. Yeah. Wolf Alice, who I love. Yeah. I love Wolf Alice. Actually, yeah, there was Wolf Alice. It's a good lineup. It's mm. strong enough. As well, always with Electric Picnic, it's going to be quite, um, quite diverse in what it's kind of presenting and stuff like that. Mm. as well what I'm actually interested in summer is and I only saw it and I meant to say it to you is that Preoccupations are coming to Ireland oh are they? they are playing um, they're one of the bands playing with uh, The National in Donnybrook Stadium okay um, as part of their lineup for their day there I know Future Islands are doing one as well yeah but if I'm right well, about this well I'd like to see both The National and Preoccupations so yeah. that might be like a they're part of their lineup to to. yeah we were only talking about them I think on the last podcast yeah. as well uh, so they're another one of those bands coming in the summertime that I'm like also um, I, I know I usually ask you what you're listening to at the moment, but I'll tell you what I'm listening to at the moment. Go is, for uh, it. Soccer Mommy's new album, Clean. Um, I'm a big fan of Soccer Mommy. We covered her before. Yes, we have. Um, yeah. Kind of lo-fi, dreamy, indie kind of stuff. And yeah. I'm a huge, huge fan of the album. It's really kind of just... not like I've been listening to it on the way to work like pretty much every morning because mm. it's just like nice, kind of cool music to listen to, kind of very... Very American. I don't know any other way to say it, but uh, it clean. Too yeah, I wasn't too mad into. Um, yeah, you weren't. You weren't single. into it. We 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 were divided on that one. I love it, and yeah. she's coming to Ireland soon. She's coming and uh, playing the Grand Social in September. Mm. So I, I hope to go to that, and this week as well. Dream Wife are playing the Workman's Club, oh. which I'm going to go to. Yes. Hopefully. Oh yeah, they are. But uh, no, Saint Vincent. That was the one that I was thinking. Oh yeah, yeah. Saint, yeah. Saint Vincent is playing Electric Picnic. Mm. So are Garbage and Wolf Alice, and those were probably the three acts that. Oh, garbage! Yeah, yeah, I remember seeing that going. Oh, garbage! Yeah. are still going. That's that's <laughs> pretty cool. Yeah, they they were so big. Oh, and La Femme actually, and that one was the one I was super excited are about. Are they the f- French band? They are. Are they? Are they're either French or French Canadian. Yes, I feel like one of the two. I'm not 100 percent sure in which, but um, I love them. Yeah, that's the one band that I've been listening to quite a bit this week actually. Yeah, I love all of their work. I think it's it's, it's just so nice. It's funny you should so bring that up because where I work in BIM. One of the students performed a song by La Femme. 
Oh. And it was fucking great. It was really good. And I had to go up and ask. I had the end of it. I was just like, is that your song? Because I had no idea. Like, it was just a song in French. And they were like, no, it's a band called FM and stuff like that. And I checked it out. I was like, this is... Because the performance is everything I love. It's really kind of... They got it. They nailed it. Like, it was very kind of French. And kind of the performance was very... Almost David Burney, the way the student performed it. But... I remember just thinking, this is everything I love about music. Who is this band? And I, I searched them out and they were really cool. I, I'm, I'm into them. The yeah. Fam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're really great. And then I saw them on the lineup like way down and I was like, yeah. oh, wow, I would go to Electric Picnic just to see them. Just to see them. It's kind of like Longitude. I go to Longitude just to see Solange. Losing You by Solange is a great song. It's kind of like a Shaka Khan song. Yeah. Oh, is it? I didn't really think of. <laughs> Again, it's like I have so much stuff that yeah. like people listen to i just haven't gotten around to checking out yet yeah yeah um la fam thanks thanks for reminding me of that they're they're a cool cool band i'm yeah. really into that I, I i must listen to that now and re- replace soccer mommy with la fam <laughs> something yeah. that you will approve of since you don't approve of soccer mommy yeah not too crazy <laughs> not too crazy young about soccer mommy but <laughs> that's cool uh will we go into the reviews then yeah let's start with patty hannah and frankly i mutate really really love this album this is the second album coming from Paddy now it's the follow up to Leafy Stiletto which was a far more lo-fi DIY I think he there's even a song about him recording it on a four track in, in Wexford at one point uh, Paddy's one of those songwriters who I've kind of followed through the early start of his solo career and like uh, singles like Austria and Camaraderie and stuff like that. A very raw songwriter when you kind of deep delve into his lyrics. I think Frankly I Mutate is an apt name for the album because the production of it by Daniel Fox of Girl Band, I think plays in his band as well, is just really broad, really kind of searching kind of music. The big strings on it by Aina Brennan. It reminds me a lot of Scott Walker and the Walker Brothers. You know, the sun ain't gonna shine mm. anymore. That kind of stuff. And the kind of grandioseness of the record as well. Is, it's a beautiful record to listen to. And as well then, you kind of get into Paddy's songwriting, which always has this kind of tragedy and kind of hope and kind of want to to search and like i mean the song frankly i mutate which starts off the line you know wine and keyhole surgery you know i learned to laugh in the face of death which is this very dark dark lyric about his own life and stuff and his own struggles and things he's been through and paddy's just great at that you know really great at being very open and honest in his lyrics i just i really adored what did you think of it i really enjoyed this album i really liked it um I wouldn't have been as into Paddy Hanna, I guess, before. And then I think you mentioned it. And I think when you were talking about it, um, you were t- we were talking about the single, To Lose mm. the Kisser. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. So that was when I kind of went back over everything and kind of had, had to listen to it. And then you sent me over the whole album and mm. I really enjoyed it. I think he's such a great musician. Mm. As you said, the lyrics, the music and the way that like everything is put together, it's just put together so well. Mm. His voice is so interesting and just... The way he delivers mm. everything is just incredible. Mm. So I really like this album. Mm. I really enjoyed it, and um, I'll just—I didn't have too much of—I didn't have too much time to like listen to everything, mm. like yeah. it, over and over again, because um, mm. 
there's how many 12 songs 12 yeah, songs, 12 on, songs yeah. on it but uh, i really enjoyed it and he's very theatrical he i find is, yeah, he's yeah, super yeah. theatrical yeah um especially uh frankly i mutate mm. like you can see that song being a part of a musical yeah almost yeah. Mm. so um yeah i really like that about him he's I a performer yeah, yeah i mean like i think that's a really good point is that a lot of the album is kind of built through the way he delivers the lyrics and stuff like that and frankly i mutate which as you say starts off quite soft and then there's kind of a break and then it goes into this kind of rolling kind of rhythm and stuff like that and his voice is very much characteristic of all the lyrics even to lose the kisser yeah which kind of um a song about again a kind of more a self-reflective song about himself and very critical of himself almost in, in the lyrics of that song he kind of goes into a manic kind of thing about it um i i think this is one of the best albums this year so far we're only very early obviously into the year but i mean just everything you'd want from him i think he's benefited a lot from working with the likes of of, of daniel fox and, and Ana brennan on this and uh able to take what was on leafy stiletto and give it that kind of broad sound because it really it's retro isn't it it's it's yeah. almost it is very scott walkery it is very um that 60s pop you know that kind of with yeah. a twist of something in it um, I, I really adored it as a record um, other songs on a Bad Boys which is just fun <laughs> um, I remember when he was going around calling himself Pariana and the Bad Boys was the name of the band with Aina and the, all of them in it and it was just kind of I thought he should have kept that up with the, with the name of the band but that's a, just a cool song again a little bit of hint of Elvis or something in, in the way he kind of delivers the, the vocal on that one um, great album by a great Irish artist yeah I really yeah. enjoy would highly recommend yeah definitely it'll be a very tough one to beat for best album of the year I think. yeah when we get down to that at the end yeah. of the year that's always it won't be one of those ones I forget because every year I do the best album thing and I have to go through all the reviews I wrote and kind of go what did I say about that album and kind of go oh yeah I remember and kind of think about what it is but it's definitely a front runner now at the moment mm. um, in terms of the Irish one I'd say it'll probably you know there's a huge chance it'll get um, nominated for a choice prize maybe next year I think it'll be very deserving of it hopefully um, yeah hopefully I th it was just beautifully crafted yeah album it was just incredible I mm. thought so um Lyrically interesting yeah. as well. I know you're you're not one for the for the love songs, but yeah, it, it's I not really full of that, <laughs> really, is it? It's not. It's not really full of that, and I feel like maybe it's maybe it's not the love songs. Maybe mm. it's just the way they're delivered. Yeah, yeah. And the kind of metaphors that are used. Mm. Maybe that's more than rather. I just I don't like when it's com very obvious. Maybe that was the. Maybe that's what I should have said. Yeah. I don't like songs about relationships and love mm. and everything else that are too obvious and in your mm. face. Uh, maybe just something more that's. I don't know, using different kind of metaphors, using yeah. different wording to express all these things. So yeah, no, I enjoyed this album. <laughs> different way of saying it. Cool, yeah. so that's Patty Hanna, frankly, I Mutate, uh, an early runner for Album of the Year on the last mixtape. So we move on to the new solo album by David Kitt and Hughes. There will So this is the first David Kitt solo album, about nine years, um, although obviously he released um, the album with New Jackson last year and got a Choice Music Prize nomination for it, obviously losing out to Ships only there last week, was it the Choice Prize was nominated? I don't know, last week I think. And um, so this is the, him kind of returning to his, his kind of solo self and obviously the contrast is quite deep because New Jackson is very electronic music where this is quite... 
indie folk songwriter type stuff, going back to where he was in his earlier career. Um, although it is a movement away from where he was on Nightsaver, the last album he made. I really like this. I think this album is works on so many levels. Use um, even the title of the name of the album. Obviously, he's working with Margie Lewis, uh, who does a lot of the string work and backing vocals on this, which is really an important element of the background of the record. But again, it's kind of you know nine years on. It's it's a it's a self portrait of himself. Maybe that's why he went with David Kidd as the name of this record and kind of a kind of a check in with an artist who who's considered you know one of one of the great Irish songwriters at the moment obviously through his nominations and stuff like that. So I really liked it as a record. What did you think, Sarah? Yeah, no, I really enjoyed it. And it's very, as I mentioned to you earlier, it, there's, there's like an indie vibe to it, mm. but it's very interesting. It's like a lot more interesting than just regular kind of... Yeah. An, a regular indie record. Yeah. And um, I really enjoyed this album. It was very nice to listen to. Yeah. And it was just... I don't want to. Uh, no, it wasn't pleasant as mm. I've used this term before. No, it was just such an amazing album. Mm. Um, again, didn't have too much time to go into detail with every single song. Yeah. Um, Cling Film was probably one of my favorites. Yeah. That. Yeah. And it was just the music is again. I'll, I'll use the same as mm. I've said for Patty Hanna. The music's very well crafted, and mm. he's a very interesting vocalist as well. Mm. So um, I really enjoyed this album. I yeah. really liked it, and I'll just kind of listen to it more, and then yeah see what i think but i feel like it's definitely something that i'll just enjoying listening to it while i during my commute you're on your way into work it is a kind of one of those kind of records isn't it i mean it's interesting because we were talking about patty hannah and him being this kind of performer deliverer kind of you know going from kind of quiet to boom kind of moments mm-hmm. in his record obviously david kidd is the inverse of that he's yeah, very no. <laughs> deadpan is i know sounds bad but he is kind of deadpan in his delivery of his lyrics yeah. it's very down tempo very kind of low yeah uh, which, which is also very interesting mm. though uh, for the um indie record yeah so. it's contrasted nicely as well i think by yeah. the production because the background is is very deep and very sweet at yeah. times and even like on cling film where it has that those lo-fi drums on it like it's it isn't throwback but it's quite similar to his early work and that's the one thing i would say about the record that if you were not inclined to like the music of david kitt before this album is not going to change your mind it's very similar to what he's been working on as a solo artist and it'd be interesting to know if you were into the new jackson project more than you were his 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 solo records would you like this record too i was wondering that i wasn't sold complete as people will know i wasn't sold completely on new jackson as a record obviously it got nominated for a choice right so what do i know <laughs> but um i wasn't totally sold on it would you well interestingly if we were to go now patty hannah versus david kitt which oh. album would you if you had to suggest to anyone right now or just which one i'd probably go with patty hannah cool just okay. because i think yeah his performance is and about like everything about his music is i feel like is a lot more interesting mm. i think both albums are fantastic yep. but i think patty hannah is just a very interesting performer yeah and the way yeah just the way he delivers the lyrics the way that the music is put together i mm. just think it's super interesting so i'd probably go with patty hannah you go with patty yeah cool yeah. cool patty hannah wins out that one i just came <laughs> up with that on the spot but fuck it yeah um we'll move on then so to the brand new single by montauk hotel hands i really like 
liked it. Cool. I really like Montauk Hotel. I thought yeah. they were great, and I saw them live at your you did? birthday yeah, event. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I really enjoyed this um, single, mm. and it's so great to see female Irish artists yeah. um, do very interesting music, mm. I think. Yeah. Um, I, I, I definitely preferred them that to uh, Wyvern Lingo, I have to say. <laughs> I think they, they win for me. I think they should be more popular. <laughs> But uh, no, I really enjoyed the song. Yeah, I was interested to see what you would think of it, especially because I would know that the guitarist Shell Dooley in the band is like a massive Johnny Marr fan and you being mm. a massive fan of the Smiths. Yeah. Were, <laughs> did you get that from the song? Al- a little song? bit, yeah. yeah. I yeah. did, I did. Mm. And um, I really liked that, mm. obviously. The jangly <laughs> effects. Yeah, laden. the jangly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a really cool track. I mean, um, they worked with Ryan from Beauty Sleep, who you would have also seen, actually, yeah. on that gig um, for the TLM24. So they worked with him on it up in Belfast and recorded it. And I think it's a massive step for them. It's such a big sounding one. I know Fergal Davies mastered it as well and as in terms of sonically like it's really like a baboom kind of moment for them as well i know it's doing quite well and rightfully so it does have that throwback indie 80s vibe to it but it has enough modern modern modernity to it that expands upon that as well and i think as a band they sound really good what i think is really interesting as well is the drum beat too is quite post-punky although it's an indie pop song kind of the da-da kind of very rigid drum beating is kind of akin to, um, and he's mind is slipping. You'll you'll know more than I will. The drummer from from uh, Joy Division and New Order, who I can't remember, Stephen something. Uh. Um, <laughs> he his drum beat. One of the interesting things, one of my favorite songs of all time, obviously, is uh, Love Will Tear Us Apart. And there's an interesting interview with him where he talks about how he wanted to drum like a drum machine. And mm-hmm. that's why the drums sound so rigid on on uh, Love Will Tear Us Apart. And that's one of my favorite drum tracks of all time. It's just a ba 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 on that song is, mm. is really cool. They eventually got the drum machine as New Order. <laughs> yeah, they did. They went fully into drum machine yeah. territory with New with New Order. Um, but yeah, you can see a few influences in the Montauk Hotel stuff. Um, and I think in, like I think they've had some really good songs out recently as well. Sense of Place was the number one voted song by our readers uh, for last year. I think this is a really a, a good leap forward for them coming into summer and stuff like that. So it's a cool track. It's just mm. a, a cool, slick indie track. And as you yeah. said, there's a huge... Very. The, the Smiths comparisons will be there, obviously, because of the, the sound of it as well and, yeah. and, and the vocals. But they're a great band to see live. As you said, they played My Thing. And I also saw them play A Night. I'll give a shout out to Manawson, which is a new blog, which is concerned with writing about uh, women in music, uh, run by Sinead Furlong. And they had a gig for International Women's Day in Drop Dead Twice. And they played it alongside um, Emily Jane of Vernon Jane and uh, Ruth Mack, who was another songwriter who I'd never seen before, who was quite good. And it was a good night as well. Um, mm. As you say, just said, talking about uh, women in Irish music kind of working uh, at the moment. Uh, there was kind of three there, right there at that night, yeah. which was cool. So yeah, it's a that's a, a thumbs up for me and a thumbs up from you yeah. to ro- uh, steal the Roger <laughs> Ebert line. Thumbs up to all the um, yeah albums and singles this week. Yeah, it's been so. a good. It's been a good. Which one now? Uh, like, which one would you listen to more? What's going to be on repeat for you going into the week? Um, I'm probably gonna do more Patty Hanna. I'll probably just go mm. and. Uh, go and go through his album yeah. in detail listen yeah. to it cool. um, probably look into more Montauk Hotel as well yeah. Yeah. and obviously David Kidd probably just throw mm. in all the stuff that I haven't really gotten around to listening to yeah that's cool that's, that's that, yeah. I'll probably have a listen through all of that properly Yeah. and then whatever else Spotify throws at me what are you <laughs> listening to at the moment you said La Femme so what, what else um, are you listening to and um, there's this band and I don't know where I got them from. I don't know mm. how I came across the music. And um, The Crayon Fields. The Crayon Fields is a fantastic <laughs> name already. I'm, I'm, I'm into it. I, I keep throwing all these uh, bands with fantastic, fantastic names, names at yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
the crayon fields. The crayon fields. And the are song, they kind of indie poppy? I have. They're kind pop of in indie poppy, yeah, but okay. they're they're very interesting. Yeah. Um, and with the song, um, all the pleasures of the world. Yeah. I feel like it's the singer again. Very interesting kind of delivery mm. of the lines. It's it's very kind of. It's very gentle. Mm. I feel like the way I describe these guys is very like very gentle, very soft. Mm. But it, the music kind of it just kind of it kind of draws you in. Yeah. You kind of you're kind of drawn in by the music as if someone was you know very whispering very quietly. So you're like kind of being drawn into this music mm. because you want to like hear more. Yeah. But um yeah, it's such a all the pleasures of the world is probably like one of my one of my favorite songs by them. Yeah. Um I I don't think they did that much. I don't think they ever did that much, and I feel like it was maybe oh they're an older band like mid two thousand. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That they would have been playing. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, somewhere around two thousand and five, two thousand six, I think they are. Yeah. How'd you um, find them? I actually don't know. I think it might have been just one of those random things on Spotify. <laughs> or I heard it somewhere Shazam did and then mm. I kind of um just I just put it into my library to have mm. a listen to. Um I just came across them the other day and I was like, Oh yeah. Mm. I've heard this before somewhere yeah. and obvi- obviously saved it for later. Yeah. But uh yeah, no, I would definitely recommend the having a fields. listen to the crayon fields and all the pleasures of the world. All the pleasures of the world. Cool. Yeah. There's a there's a band I gotten into recently called Super Organism and they're really cool. Um they're kind of like psych indie stuff but it's really different sounding. Uh there's about a million of them in the band. And one of the interesting things about <laughs> them is I was only told this recently. I didn't know. I was just listening to them and I enjoyed them, but I was told this that they met their singer and their songwriter, the one and the same, one same person, um online and they were on a form or something like that. They were replacing their singer and um she was like 16 or she is 16 or something like that and she she joined the band i think they're i think like before they became what they are now and like just thinking of that like she's like 16 and an amazing songwriter it was like really mind-blowing kind of mind-blowing and also like (laughs) god damn it kind of type stuff you know they're really annoying (laughs) but they're a band i'm I'm after getting into as well when i'm not listening to soccer mommy um Mm. I think they're pretty cool uh, as well. I'm definitely again like Dreamwife is another band I'm listening to at the moment, but only because the gig is coming up. Are you going to go to the gig? Um, yes, I'm gonna actually. Yeah, gonna try my hardest to go and yeah. to be there because yeah. um, I really like them. Mm. I really really like them, and I think they'd be so great to see live. Yeah. So I'm definitely gonna try and make it. They're one of those bands where like they're from Iceland and um, <laughs> it's just like they k- I, I follow them on Instagram and I always just wait. Like, are they from Iceland or is one of the girls? I think the girl, the main singer, is from Iceland. Yes, and um, they're yeah, she's from Iceland, and then the rest of them I think are from England. Yeah, I they think went that's to the col- They went to the same college in England. I think it was. yes, yeah. I think you're right. Um, the singer is um, is from Iceland, mm-hmm. and I always it's just like I've always wanted to go to Iceland. Do you yeah. know to airwaves and stuff like that. To you know what? A festival. couple of my friends were in Iceland. Yeah, and I just kept looking at their Instagram stories being like Jesus this is beautiful I need yeah, to go to Iceland yeah. as soon as possible it looks cool as well I, I like every year I look at people going to South by Southwest in Texas in Austin Texas mm. and I, I, that just sounds like something I'd love to go to you know I'm yeah. a big reader of Pitchfork and things like that like and just to see all the different bands like in America um, and Irish bands obviously playing over there too I know um, the Galaxy mm. and Talos are, are over there at the moment and a few others um, kind of representing Ireland obviously but uh, yeah, just I, I, you've never have you been to Texas at all no. when you were in America? Nope. No, it's an no. area I've never been to. But it just it just looks like a great festival. Yeah, and such it a does. Good kind of vibe yeah. around it. Um, obviously, I wanted to go to it ever since um, 
It was on that movie Frank. Oh yes! Yeah. Oh, I love Frank. Yeah, it's such a Frank great movie. Is great. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Michael Fassbender is a surprisingly good singer. Like, yeah, you know, on that is. track. Yeah, actually, yeah, that was like very. That was like so interesting. That was like such a great, interesting movie, mm. and the music they produced was like pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was so weird. I was like, this is so great. Yeah, this is what music's supposed to be about. And it's being a great. Weird. It's yeah, it being yeah. odd like that. That scene where he's he's singing the song to the bit fiber of the couchers at the uh, uh, wool. The lo- lonely tough. Yeah, yeah, lonely yeah. tough. It's it so was something like yeah. But that's a great movie. I really enjoy uh, Frank, and it's such yeah. a sad ending. Well, yeah, very down ending. I suppose. It, way it's a, yeah, it's more of a down ending mm. than like a sad mm. ending. Mm. Uh, yeah, I feel like the whole movie is pretty kind of like happy sad it is yeah, yeah it's apparently the perfect way to say it it's yeah. kind of happy sad <laughs> kind of uh of, of a film really cool though um i was only reminded actually there last night i was doing vinyl and wine we were doing the pogues rum sodomy and the lash and talking about a guy called alex cox who directed the film sid and nancy with gary Oldman as sid vicious in mm. it and I just remember how much i thought i liked that movie um <laughs> and then i kind of went home to watch it and i was like actually this is this is kind of gary Oldman is great in it and all but th- that story is so mired in in kind of, I th- it's yeah. one of those things where I was like I'd rather watch a documentary yeah you know yeah. with the facts yeah rather than kind of everything else in it cuz the six sex pistols are you know a, an interesting band I know we've talked about this before we have yeah, yes yeah, yeah, and yeah. just my problem with Sid and Nancy yeah it's it's yeah. it's a very very problematic mm. um just my yeah my whole problem with that idea of mm. punk and the idea that they're fabricated and mm. they're dressed and mm. they're presented in this way that they're punk i mean mm. i feel like that goes against the whole punk mm. thing but anyway yeah just my whole problem with sid vicious because he couldn't play the bass he couldn't he, he couldn't, couldn't play the bass he, he wasn't couldn't. a musician it's, it was anyway. a very <laughs> very malcolm mclaren thing to do is, yeah. uh, is to get the guy who who could not play bass and just get him because yeah. he looked like a rock star and he um, lo- he was crazy and whoever who never gets enough um plaudits for all of that though is vivian westwood i mean because people wouldn't no, dress the way they did if it wasn't for her definitely they were dressed by vivian westwood vivian westwood actually i remember getting a pair of knockoff vivian westwood trousers <laughs> they were like red tartan but they they had like these straps that tied your legs together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they had they, they had these like straps and they were your legs were tied and anyway, they were really cool. They had all these like little zips and things all over them. Yeah. And I remember it was leaving third year possibly and we were going yeah. to the art museum and I remember we were going to the National Museum of Ireland to like look at Caravaggio or whatever and I remember wearing them because I was like it's really cool and you know I'm punk or whatever and I remember going up the stairs of the bus and falling over these trousers because (laughs) my legs were tied and they were just they, they were cool but you know they were an effort. Yeah, they were they an effort, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But they were like proper like knockoff of what Vivian Westwood would have been doing yeah. and also what the punks at the time would have been wearing. Yeah. I did pair them with some like proper punk boots. Yeah. Like some proper punk docks with like steel toes and like a yeah. super high platform and everything. Yeah. Yeah. That was a look anyway. Yeah, hey, look, I mean. <laughs> that that th- was a look that I probably won't be coming back to unless <laughs> it's like a dress up party. Isn't it anyway. weird? Yeah, the kind of the fashion yeah. things you do for for music, in, yeah. like when you go back into it and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah same. Yeah, same as my leather jacket that I ended up um, sewing a load of bottle caps onto. Oh, cool! Why? Totally, totally ruined it. <laughs> but no, because I thought it was like super punk to yeah. like have a load of like 
uh, bottle caps from like beer and coke yeah. and things and yeah. like sew them onto like a whole half of my leather jacket. Yeah. Do, do you I, still I, have it? I'm not sure. It must be like in the attic or something. I don't <laughs> think I threw it out. It's completely ruined. It's just, uh, it doesn't look good. But uh, you know, that that was also a look. Mm. So yeah, I, I liked that. Maybe maybe that, w- that was probably direct Vivian Westwood influence on yeah, me. Yeah, maybe so. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. You she's really cool. I still like her. I still admire her. But I still yeah. think the Sex Pistols are kind of not punk. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Sarah versus Johnny Rotten. No, uh, I, yeah. Well, no. I mean, he went on to have like Public Image Limited and stuff. Band. So yeah. you know that was different. Do you like Public Image Limited? A little bit, cool. yeah. yeah. A little bit, yeah. yeah. So I feel like he went on to actually still work in music. Yeah. But like Sid Vicious, that that I think Sid Vicious and is the your, idea of Sex Pistols is just what bothers me. Irish punk at the moment is quite good. There's some cool bands, you know, in the Irish punk movie, uh, Pillow Queens, mm. bands like them coming out. So I think there's still. It it survives, but in different kind of yeah. iterations of it or something yeah. like that. And uh, yeah, one more p- very punk thing I did was um, j- just just I thought this would be like an interesting thing to bring up. Yeah. Because I was just thinking about it recently and just like laughing to myself about it. And I remember um, being in primary school mm. and they asked us who. Now, I went to a Catholic primary school mm. and they asked us who our favorite singers musicians were hmm. whatever can you guess who i said <laughs> this is probably the most punk thing i ever did ian curtis no who'd you say no i said sinead o'connor oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> i liked sinead o'connor Ooh. like my dad is a huge fan of sinead o'connor mm. i think she's really cool yeah i love sinead o'connor and i feel like mm. no at the time I've, i i think i was either like third or fourth class or something mm. and they asked us like who our favorite musician was and mm. i was like sinead o'connor i love sinead o'connor mm. obviously wanting to choose like an irish musician mm. as well but yeah, I, I feel like I had no idea at the time of, you know, ripping up the Pope picture. Mm. And she was just a great singer as well. She's a great mm. singer. That, and that version of Nothing Compares to You and yeah. uh, Mandinka and, you know, Serpent yeah. Snake. She's great. Black artist. Boys and Mopeds. Yeah. Yeah. Great song. She's She was very subversive as well for her time. Very. You know what I mean? Very. Uh, still is in a lot of ways. Yeah. Uh, her last album, uh, I'm Not Bossy, I'm the Boss. Uh, it was a really cool. I actually haven't had a chance to listen to any of her new stuff, but. Cool album. Yeah. Cool album. And yeah, she was she's iconic. Certainly, yeah. Sinead O'Connor. Yeah, one of the kind of the great Irish songwriters. So that's the one you chose. Definitely. What did the what did the teacher say? I I feel like they kind of just brushed it off. <laughs> well, I remember one of my friends being like, "She's crazy. Like, why do you like her? She's crazy." Oh. And I was like, "Why is she crazy? You yeah, know, yeah, I went to yeah. Catholic school. Obviously, you know, it was, it was yeah. It, it's not, not necessarily you know not a not a great thing. You know, people. It was a huge scandal at the time. Oh, really? <laughs> the, it wasn't. No, not the thing that I said. Yeah. The ripping of the Pope's photo was a huge scandal at the it time. It was. Yes, it was. Because you did on American deal. TV. Wasn't yeah. it on Saturday Night Live? Yeah, I think or so. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's like, go Sinead. Go, like, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. It would, yeah, I don't think it would be as, as much of a scandal now. But at no. the time, certainly in 92. In Ireland. Yeah, as well. Coming from where she came from. Yeah. No, she's she's an amazing, amazing. She's one of those ones. Yeah, I think I might go back and listen to some of her stuff now. Just yeah. say, now just yeah. you, you remind me. Yeah. Cool. That's the end of the podcast. I don't need no shit.